0: Hello, welcome to my Camino the podcast. I'm Dan Mullins. Can I begin by thanking you for your support? I've been overwhelmed really by the download figures over the last six weeks and I'm just so grateful for your support wherever you are listening across the globe. This is a weekly podcast about the Camino de Santiago or the Way of St. James. There are more than 80,000 kilometres of designated Camino pilgrim paths across Europe. The most famous and the busiest is the Camino Francés, which winds its way from Saint-Jean-Pied-de-Port on the French side of the Pyrenees to Santiago de Compostela in northwest Spain. The Camino is an ancient pilgrimage. Indeed, there are stories suggesting people have walked the various routes for thousands of years. It wasn't until the 9th century the Camino began to take shape as the pilgrimage we know today. And I remember walking outside la Lorena. Very early one morning, a German pilgrim was snoring like a banshee, so I sort of got up early and hit the path. And the stars in the morning sky were incredible. Indeed, there's a common medieval legend, the Camino was formed from the dust raised by travelling pilgrims. The remains of Christ's Apostle St. James were found in a field and later interred beneath the majestic cathedral in the heart of Santiago de Compostela or St. James under a field of stars. The American author Roy T. Bennett wrote a book called The Light in the Heart, and he says, believe in your infinite potential, your only limitations are those you set upon yourself. He also says, attitude is a choice, happiness is a choice, Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make, makes you. Choose wisely. Now, I fancy myself as a pretty good researcher. I like to know what I'm talking about when I interview my guests. Bill Bennett, the Australian filmmaker, has featured on my podcasts three times. Once in a straight-up interview, a second time Bill interviewed me – And a third time we talked about his new film, PGS, Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System. The film was produced by Bill's wife, Jennifer Clough. They did an incredible amount of research. Now, this is research on a whole other level. And I wanted this week to focus on the spirituality of the Camino, not the religion, the spirituality. Jennifer Clough is someone I consider to have thoroughly researched spirituality, both in terms of the usual, that is a who, what, how, where, and when, and how her own spirituality can provide a light to enlighten others. Jennifer Clough is on the line. Welcome, Pilgrim.
1: Oh, hello, Dan. I am a Pilgrim, but I'm not a very good Camino Pilgrim, but I'm a Pilgrim of every day. What a beautiful introduction.
0: Oh, thank you so much. I...
1: That was fantastic.
0: I sometimes feel a bit (laughs) frightened of spirituality. Is that normal?
1: Oh, it's totally normal. It's it it calls for you to change, and we're all afraid of change. It just calls for us to expand our spirit a little bit more to allow more of it in, and we think it's going to be something that's going to rob us or take something from us. In actual fact, all it does is give and help us, that beautiful quote you had before about choice, um, happiness being a choice and giving being a choice, etc. that's what embracing your own spirituality does. It helps you make that choice so easily.
0: Could it be the, the fear that I feel, could that simply be a reaction to the enormity of the potential?
1: Yeah, it, it could be. But that's only because we're taught that we're so small. Yeah. And we're not. We're huge. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things when people do walk on the Camino, they come to terms with that. You learn how large you are, not because you are out there every day walking, but because you have chosen to come to a place, which is the Camino de Santiago, the, the Camino Frances where thousands and thousands of people have walked before you and they've created a ley line. And lots of people will tell you a ley line is something that uh, belongs to the earth. No, a ley line is something that we as humans create and the earth agrees. But that particular one from St. John, Peter Portis to Santiago de Compostela is the most amazing ley line. And if you walk that you feel how big the universe is, but you then feel how big you actually are. And that brings change into your life. And, and lots of people go over there with the intention of having a party and having a really good time and walking, and they come away with lots of things they don't expect. Their life changes, and it gets into a perspective. You start to walk the hero's journey. Um, the simplest thing that I learned in walking um, the Caminos I've walked is that if I were to ever get into trouble, I could walk 50K and get out of it. You know, ab- yeah. after about 50K, I probably, you know, need a big rest for 24 hours, but I could get myself out of trouble just by walking. And when you know that, fear drops away. It really does. You realize how powerful you are. You don't need a machine. You don't need a taxi. You don't need a bus. You don't need an airplane. Just by using your legs, you can walk yourself away from a whole lot of difficulty. Yeah. And that's empowering, really empowering.
0: Yeah, really empowering. And then you get you couple with it the simplicity of simply having those couple of possessions on your back. And you realize, you know, quite a, quite an extraordinary um, dawning, if you like, of, of understanding that you don't need all that rubbish that you carry with the, or, or that you re- require around you all the time. And that's the clutter that we need to step away from, isn't it?
1: Yeah. I mean, that that is just fabulous. All you need is on your back. But in, you, you don't even need as much as you carry. I mean, I know. Um how much how much silly stuff I'll have in my backpack, <laughs> you know. <laughs> it's amazing how we, we still, even though we get it down below 10, 10 kilos, we still have stuff that we could throw out. Um, the universe will always provide. You will always find, you know, another pair of socks. And, you know, maybe I wouldn't want to lose my shoes, but, you know, it's, that's just about it. There's always something out there. On the path that will give you exactly what you need, it, it really does go beyond beyond the way we 're trained to think about how the world operates we're trained to be consumers we're trained to live um, isolated lives from one another, um, don't talk to strangers, um, especially women you know it's dangerous to be out on your own all these all these little things they just drop away on that path yeah you. Can talk to anyone. You have to learn to use your intuition. Of course, if you have a bad feeling, I shouldn't be talking to that person. Then, of course, you just move on and move graciously away. But, but there's just so many of the rules of our life drop away, and then stress. We start to de-stress, and that's one of the one of the big lessons of the Camino.
0: Yeah, I really need to get back there big time. Well, the (laughs) thing that's going to
1: kill us is going to be stress and sitting on our bum. They're the two major killers for Mm. all of us. Mm. You sit on your bum too much throughout the day, it causes all sorts of physical problems, and stress is going to take you out. Yeah. And the thing that the Camino does is it de-stresses you straight away. Well, maybe not straight away. Um, maybe after a few days, you stop you stop worrying about all the things you're worrying about. you start to take on a different perspective on things. things don't seem quite as bad as they were, and as you get closer to Santiago, somehow you start to view everything quite differently and and that's just your um, physical system calming down. it's your um. Um, nervous system for the you know, it hasn't been able to do this for a long time, just dropping away fear and anxiety and anxiousness and that is that is such a wonderful thing because then you can see yourself and your life differently for the first time probably for years and years, even young people are so anxious today, I tell you what, young people are just uh, you know, the, especially the children whose parents don't let them go outside are growing up really, really fearful. They really need to be on the Camino and walk and, and see that there's nothing to be afraid of.
0: Yes, yeah, space. Space gives us freedom, doesn't it? Yeah, the freedom to grow and the freedom to learn and the freedom to see our place in, in the, in the bigger scheme of things. You know, Jennifer, let me ask you something. Were you ever a re- religious person?
1: I'm a Catholic. Right. Yeah, and on the Camino, I tell you what, people will say those churches are shut. I will say, no, they're not. Pay attention. You can slip into a church. Um, I always go to Mass on the Camino if I can find one, and I find them so often just by paying attention to to sounds and things around me. And, um, yeah, I just pay attention. You know, the churches have to be cleaned. The cleaners will let you in.
0: <laughs>
1: uh, and it's not so much that I want to go in for religious reasons. But they're just beautiful. Yeah. And you just like to see what's inside. There's nothing, you know, they are just, just wonderful. But I, I love a mass in, in a foreign language because it always sounds so much more romantic than it does at home.
0: Yeah, Yeah, well, you've heard it so many times at home. You kind of yeah. tend to drift off, don't you?
1: And it's it's amazing how many times you hear Camino said.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs>
1: hey, you, you um, know, the light and the way.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, being somebody who thinks a lot about these things, and indeed you and Bill have made it your life's work in the last sort of four or five years, do you need to keep a kind of spiritual fitness?
1: Um. Do you need to keep, yeah, you, well, it's like it, it's Probably, we've got four bodies. So we've got our physical body, which we can see. That's the easiest one for us to relate to. We've got our mental body, which is is what we're thinking with, and it will do all the planning and creation and whatever. And we've got our emotional body. That's the one we've really got to be worried about. That's the one that gets afraid and frightened and, and drives us absolutely ballistic and tells us all the time we can't do things. And then we've got our spiritual body. Now, our spiritual body really does need work it does need to be allowed to come forward you give it permission to come forward it will come forward for you but you've got to know it's there to come forward you've got to feel it you've got to develop a relationship with it you've got to integrate it if you're only thinking in terms of brain and and physical body then uh, then the world just seems a very ordinary place. Yeah. You lose that wonderful sense of awe and wonder. You lose the ability, like a child, to, to be at one with everything, to be able to play, to be able to have fun, to be able to laugh. Um, I mean, I think the Camino is one of the funniest things in the world. Yeah. You know, you get up, you have breakfast, you laugh, you go out walking and you, you get to a bar and just the act of trying to get something to eat is very, very funny. And on you go and you meet funny people and everybody's got, got an extraordinary story and there's always something within the story that's a lesson for you and then you try and find some lunch and that that can be very funny. Yeah. And then at the end of the day you get to meet up with friends and laugh about how they got lost and you got lost and you find you all did the same things and somehow even though you weren't together, you all managed to have a different piece of a puzzle and it's just fabulous. I mean, (laughs) you know, laughing is one of the best things we can do and not enough people laugh and laughing is uh, uh, such a cleansing thing for the physical body but it's also a spiritual act. It's an act of generosity. It's an act of seeing the world as being a playground, something for everyone. It's a connection. It's it's connecting with other people. And that's what intuition is. Intuition will only ever connect you with other people. I mean, spirituality, the thing that people are afraid of, they think it's going to take stuff from them. They don't realize it's going to connect them to other people. And the Camino connects brings people together and i know people who listen to your podcast thank you so much for having brought so many people together to hear so many different stories and they don't necessarily get to know those people personally but i have got to know a lot of the people that you interview personally and and that astounds me and i find that amazing but i've found since the whole camino experience i have so many friends so many friends and I was always a bit of a loner and now I have friends and I go into my later years with all these extraordinary people I know that I'm bonded with, that I'm held together by knowing that we're so similar and that we hold similar beliefs but knowing that we're just people who have had one experience and that has been enough to connect us. We didn't do it at the same time. We didn't, you know, how does this work that we could feel yeah. so connected to yeah. one another? Yeah. I, don't, I don't understand that power of, of that one ley line, that it could make anyone who has walked it be an instant friend of anyone else who has walked it. I think that's a miracle right there.
0: Pilgrims get a thrill out of making other pilgrims laugh.
1: They come in knowing they're going to have a good time no matter what happens. You know, they have learnt. They've learnt their lessons of expectations, I guess. Yeah. You know, when you walk a Camino, you have certain expectations. They're not delivered. You will have the walk you're meant to have. It doesn't matter how you prepare what expectations you have, how you think it's going to go. It's not going to go that way at all. You will get the Camino. You'll get the walk you're meant to have. And so very. you either fight that and want the picture you had in your head or you just throw it up and you say, oh, well, you know, this is the way it's going to be. I'm just going to let it roll and let it happen and let the universe take care of me, and off I go, one step after the other, keep on walking, and I think when you do that, laughter comes really, really easily, Um, and I think that's what's going on there, they've learned that lesson of not having any expectation, they just go, okay, well, you know, if I see somebody I know, that'll be fantastic, you know, and, and then they they go, wow! I've seen three, four, five. Oh, and he comes down miles. This is fantastic. We're all going to have such fun. Yeah, it is. It's 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 not like a conference that you normally go to. I should imagine a can be <laughs> no conference where people all. are very um, anxious. They are anxious. Um, they're worried about the way they look. Well, yeah. of course, pilgrims have long since given up on that one. Um, <laughs> they're worried about what people are going to think of them. Well, William Walker Camino, you forget all of that because it doesn't matter what people think about you. You're just <laughs> you're just going to have to get over yourself, aren't you,
0: and <laughs> keep on going, you know? It, That's so true. I
1: think all of those things just drop away. Yeah. And then what are you going to do? You hold hands and, and, and laugh. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And that's, that's what I've taken to doing when the room gets too noisy and I can't hear now, I just grab someone's hand and squeeze it So I can't hear a word. But I'm still here with you and you keep on having fun because I'm having fun. Even though I can't hear, I'm just enjoying the um, energy in the room. Um, it, it's simplicity, isn't it? Getting yeah. back to what you said, it's, it's being able to communicate with another person. And on the Camino, you have to learn to communicate with people who you don't understand. So either they don't have good English and you can't work out what they're saying, you can't understand their accent or else they're Spanish or Portuguese or French, and you don't have their language. And you've got to learn to communicate. And the first thing you learn to do is to smile because you've really got to smile um, to keep them with you. So that you can somehow get through to them what the message is that you have, what the problem is you need solving. Either I can't find I'm lost, I can't find something to eat, I need a chemist, I need I need something, can you help me? And and you know, you learn to communicate and and that's just such an a tough thing to do, you can't do that down George Street. You can't just stop someone and 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 ask them something without feeling anxious which yeah. which person do I choose and and what are they going to think of me and And you know should I pick that man? No, no, he'll think you know that uh, you know it's just really weird, but when you're on the Camino, you just go for it and you do stuff you wouldn't do at home. And it's liberating, so that next time you're in that problem anywhere in the world, you just smile and walk up, and you you ask, yeah. and and the answers come. And uh, look, I just think it's such a wonderful life lesson walking a Camino. Um, and if anybody is not feeling the best or has any physical problems, and their doctor says they can do it, I think it's the best thing in the world because the physical body actually needs that rhythm of one step after another because that's the way we've been designed. We haven't been designed to sit around. We've been designed to walk. And that's the quickest way for us to build a fire within us, to get rid of viruses and a whole heap of crap that, you know, comes with overeating and all the rest of the silly things that we do and it's just spectacular on a on a physical level as well which i can go on and on about you know i can do that
0: yeah well that, i want to get to that now, now i'll <laughs> That's just a
1: grounding
0: yeah, well see the thing is i've got to know you and bill very well over the last few years and i can see there is a certain peace in your demeanor the way you carry yourself and bill is the same and what i don't quite understand is that making movies is a tough business, Jennifer Clough. How do you maintain that mindfulness while you're jetting around the world making pictures? Because that must be very stressful.
1: Yeah, I guess we've been doing it for a long time. So anything that you do for a long time, after a while you develop some coping skills. Sure. But we do it because we love it and we love it, and it's storytelling, which we're both really passionate about, and um, because it's storytelling, because it's, um, we're both quite aware of the hero's journey as opposed to the victim's journey. And the victim's journey is the one where everything dreadful is happening to you, and and it's everybody else's fault, and and if onlys, and or, um, you know, all these people are stopping me doing what I want. That's the victim's journey. The hero's journey is, I am in control of what I'm doing. I know that I am on my path. I don't know what's ahead of me, and. All these knocks and bumps that are coming my way are just the universe, as Bill says, shunting me in the right direction. And we believe that and we have proven that to ourselves that that is what is going on. And there's a zone we can get into that we're able to take decisions really, really fast and everything works out. We also know the zone that we get into that's a little bit confused and we take decisions and nothing works out and we know the feeling of that. So we've learnt to pick that one when it's happening and move into the zone where everything works out. Hmm. And uh, our Camino journey, you know, started with Bill, of course, and in 2013 and he was – it started much before that because he had his obsession to walk the Camino and I watched him and I thought he's never going to do it because he's not in the zone. And then we came into 2012 and I thought, oh, my God, he's going to do it. <laughs> I could just tell he would really locked in and it was becoming a daily obsession and I really had to get him onto that Camino as fast as possible because he was just driving me crazy. Um <laughs> But I knew I was not to do it. He had to do it on his own. And that was hard for him because we always do everything together. And I said, no, 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 I'm not going. You're going on your own. And it took him a good six months of um, trying to get me to come with him and me refusing. And finally he, he realized he was doing it on his own. And he then really snapped into gear when he when he realized that. And and finding that zone i mean people know that zone themselves and the camino is a really really good indicator for that because when they book their tickets you know yeah. they're in the zone they can talk about it for ages but when you actually book your tickets that's when that's when you you have taken that step and you are going no matter what, and it doesn't matter what the outcome it is, it doesn't matter if on day one, you know, you fall over and break a leg, you have still, you're still a pilgrim and you've still done everything. Yeah. You've still, the process is ongoing yeah. in you. It has begun and it will never, never end. It'll always be with you. Anyway, I don't know whether that answered your question.
0: Yeah, no, no it did. It did. In, it
1: peace, did, it, I guess. But yeah, peace is something you choose. It's what you said. It's what you said before in that beautiful introduction. It's a choice. Peace yeah. is a choice.
0: Yeah, that's right. In, in,
1: it is a choice. Not to be anxious, not to be worried, to trust.
0: Yeah, well that works perfectly and leads or segues perfectly into my next question because you worked alongside Bill to create PGS. Intuition is your personal, guidance, personal system. guidance
1: system.
0: Yeah, yes. and, and if someone's be. listening and they're not familiar with the picture, you can download it. You can you can get it yeah, on
1: www.pgsthemovie.com.
0: There you go. And it's
1: not available on Netflix or Gaia, so that's the only place you can get it
0: pgsthemovie.com. Yep. Dot com, yes. Now, you're now working on a new picture about fear. And I imagine Ooh. being such thorough researchers, oh. you've already learned so much. So given that we were just talking about being brave and, and seeking peace and, and, and letting that peace and be our motivator, what's one simple message about fear? Something you've learned and something you could share with us.
1: Any form. I just want to be very clear on this. Any form of anxiety is fear. It's deep fear. It's big fear. We think fear is is something that only comes when when really big life threatening things happen. No, most of us are living in fear. Most of us are anxious, and that is real ongoing fear, and you have to be aware that you're in that state. You have to be able to feel the difference between being carefree and not worrying to worrying, being anxious, being scared, being fearful, being terrified. And you have to know that just even the slightest worry and anxiety is moving you along that pathway to being absolutely terrified. And um, it's easy to step out of it. It really is. You just once you recognize that you're in it, you can then find that space to step out of it. You can choose not to feel that way, or at least. If you know you're feeling that way, try and have a look at it and find out what's going on here and, in a way, make friends with it to really look at it. Don't be afraid of what it is that's made you worry or be anxious. Just have a really close look at it and you might find you can resolve it really fast just by making friends with it and... Um, the fear film goes into that particular aspect in a great deal of detail. But also, then there's the other very, very um, deeply upsetting thing that a lot of people are going through, which is post traumatic stress, which is a different animal altogether. That's a very, very serious problem. And um, it takes a bit more than uh, what I'm talking about here to step out of that. But um, there is so much extraordinary work now happening where people people have got techniques to get to get other people out of post traumatic stress in the shortest amount of time, not the years and years and years and medication and things like that. That's that's all. That's all. Keeping. Um, You know, psychologists and psychiatrists are very wealthy, but it's not doing patients any good. There are some new wonderful techniques that people are being able to step out of post-traumatic stress so they don't have to constantly re-experience stress. Now, that's another thing walking along Camino will do because it enables you to file memories correctly. Mm. And one of the things about worry and anxiety and whatever is that our memories are not are not filed correctly. So we are worrying because our mother taught us to worry in a particular way. So that's something that hasn't been filed away in the not very useful file. Don't need to do this anymore. It's still very much in the front of our mind. Oh, my God, my child's doing this. I need to worry the same way my mother worried about me. No, you actually don't. All you're doing is putting negative energy and pushing your child in that direction to do something that's not actually very safe. Um, If you pull back and are not worrying but actually step into a place where you can sit down with your child without any worry, without pushing them away and have a chat and say, look darling, I don't think that's a good idea. I trust you and respect you but I don't think that's a good idea. Can we have a talk about it? And you see things from their point of view, have a dialogue. The problem may or may not go away, but you have not been the pusher through sending negative energy into their um, system. And and getting all those little strange ideas that we have sitting in the front of our um, energetic system properly filed is what walking a long distance will help you do. Your unconscious has got, you all of a sudden stop thinking about 50,000 things and you start to narrow it down to a few things like, isn't that tree lovely? Oh, I really love Spain. Oh, there's some people (laughs) up ahead. Oh, I might catch up. Oh, I may not. You know, your thoughts all change. They're not that same pattern of worry. And when you don't have that pattern of worry, your unconscious is able to to file stuff correctly, and that's why a lot of people, you know, on the plane home really instantly miss the Camino because they've stopped that filing system. They're all of a sudden starting to remember what it was like and stress a little bit.
0: And they're worrying about things.
1: They're starting to worry about things again. Yeah. But, But some important things will stay filed. They will We'll just let them go. Yeah. Let them go and never go back to them again.
0: Yeah, I've got a good friend who says BCAC, before Camino, after Camino. She, oh, she, before
1: Camino, after Camino, absolutely. Yeah, yeah,
0: she has that – there's a definite line there, you know. She says, she oh, that, all that's line. that's all BC, that. I don't worry about that. That's all BC. And I <laughs> – And that's that's exactly how she lives a life
1: because she filed. Yeah, she filed all those things, all successfully filed into Mm. the not very useful pile. Don't need to look here anymore pile, and um, uh, that that's just one of the many things the camino will do if people are have the time and and are able to do it. Um, Change will always come to everyone. Doesn't Mm. matter. You know those party boys always say you know they they go there to uh, for a cheap holiday and to drink beer and you know all of this and I always say to them but why didn't you go somewhere else? There's lots of places like this you can go. Why you're walking a camino truly? Mm. And they go. But antsy with me, you know wanting to know who this this old lady is who, <laughs> who keeps asking why? But why? You know why didn't you? Depending on what country, to, why didn't you go, you know, to the Black Forest? You could sit, you know, or, yeah. and do it, you know. And um, sometimes there will come the most wonderful, they'll say, oh, if you really want to know, I'll tell you. <laughs> you know, and, a, and one little boy pulled out a, well, not a little boy, a gigantic boy, but he was, you know, 21, you know, he had had rosary beads he didn't want his mate to see. And he yeah. held them in his hand and he shaved La. them between his grip fingers. And his mates, you know, he made sure they weren't looking. And then he quickly put the back in his, in his, um, in his, um, well, you know, one of those sports shirts that have the two buttons on the pocket.
0: Oh, yeah, so yeah.
1: So nobody would, so nobody in his top pocket over his heart. So nobody would ever know that he was actually deeply, deeply spiritual. Um, that's or religious a, or both, you know. It's a lovely um,
0: story, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, 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 it's just amazing what what happens and the change happens. It just happens. Even those who don't want change get the change or don't expect it, get it yeah. just simply by being there. And they're also doing huge service to the whole planet. I firmly believe this. There is something also going on beyond Beyond our understanding, I can't put it into words, but the fact that so many people need, not want, but need to walk from St. John Peterport to Santiago de Compostela and onto Finisterre speaks of something beyond our logical understanding of the way humans behave. Because that's a tough thing to do. It's not something you you do because your mate's done it. You don't walk up the Pyrenees and down the other side and then go up Osobrero and down the other side simply because other people have done it. It's calling. And they're being called for a purpose that has something to do with planet Earth at this time. And um, maybe someone out there who's listening to this has got a greater understanding of that why. I I just know it's beyond our understanding, or my understanding right now, I should say, but somebody might understand it because the numbers are too vast. There are too many people wanting to do it and wanting to do that route. And, you know, I don't know. Dan, do you know why?
0: Well, I... I don't know why, but I think it's because we are fearful. And I think that we want to be able to do something positive and something simple. I mean, everywhere you go, you're bombarded with technology and media and opinion and uh, prejudice and you know it's not easy as 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 i said in that opening quote it's not easy to be brave it's not easy to be kind it's not it's not easy to be happy it's not easy to be optimistic it's not easy to give and to be respectful but by going and stepping onto something like the camino which has for for thousands of years provided respite and provided hope and provided Support and people always talk about. I'll oh, I'll be your camino angel. Or I came around the corner. I couldn't believe it. A camino angel. And some <laughs> some someone else says, oh, there's no.
1: one on every corner. Yeah, I reckon.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, <laughs> oh, and someone says to you, oh, the camino provides. And,
1: oh, it does.
0: And yeah, it does. But you know what? The universe provides, and there the are provides. and there are universe angels, not just camino angels. And if depth, if if you, on, if every you corner. on on every corner if I think if you if you take the time to walk the camino you take that understanding and that depth of understanding home with you.
1: Well maybe that's why they're doing it. Yeah. Maybe that's the lesson right now we all need to learn. Maybe you're answering my question yeah. absolutely perfectly. The people who are going on the camino are learning a very interesting set of lessons. Simplicity, humility, gratitude, Kindness yeah. is is a force um what else um, you can be you can smile and you can laugh, yeah, yeah, you can communicate um,
0: yeah that
1: you your body works
0: yes that's right
1: that your body can actually do things you never thought it could do
0: and you can achieve
1: you can achieve yeah. And you can have a very small imprint on the planet. Yeah. You, you don't need a whole lot of, you know, you can be a non-consumer. Um, you learn all those things and then maybe it's your job to come back and by the way you then continue living your life and telling your story, impact other people and get them to maybe they then with your before coming after Camino, So AC, live attitude, they then have that spillover of the Camino in, infecting their life. Um, they see the difference. They want what you've got. They want the peace. They want the heart, happiness. They want to see – they want the happiness at that table, you know, in that restaurant where there are four, you know, Camino buddies meeting up and all they do is laugh from – from the beginning to the end, they want some of that. Maybe that's what it is. Get as many people on the Camino as possible and let them infect the rest of the world.
0: And Maybe. Well, I think that's probably right. And there is one other aspect to it which I think is really um, upsetting, and that is that in the last 20 years, religion has disappointed us so much. Um, we we feel like we've been let down by church, and so oh, well,
1: that's going to continue. Yeah, the, the, and, the, that that's not over yet. Uncovering no, and, and the uncovering of precisely of the darkness precisely. and all of that. We have to. It doesn't mean to say that there's anything wrong with religion. Um,
0: but the but the point I was making, and I could hear the exasperation in your voice when I said it. And, and that's because I think that we say, well, I, I still want to be Christian and I want to be spiritual and I want to have faith and I want to be religious.
1: What do I, we have faith in? I want
0: to have, but well, I want to have all of those faith things. Faith
1: in ourselves.
0: Yeah, yeah, faith in ourselves. Not
1: in an institution. No, not, that's what I'm I saying. Know.
0: Yeah, I don't yeah. know that necessarily that institution can 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 guide me anymore so i 'm heading out onto this path to guide myself
1: well that 's a beautiful way to put it and the other thing that 's happened is we 've moved into a holistic time we 've moved out of you know, uh, of the nuclear age literally where you had a nuclear family mm. and they went to an institution which is why I grew up of a Sunday. We've moved into a time of blended families where families are no longer the way they used to be. You have divorce, you have um, parents having remarrying, you have this extended blended family, you have different, um, you have uh, aunts and uncles, cousins, who are choosing to have same-sex partners. So you're getting a different blend. You're getting adoption. You're getting all sorts of changes happening. And then our institutions are not serving us. They're not keeping up with who we actually are. Yeah. And so we're, we're having to drop away expectation of what our life will be. Now, I'm, you know, I'm 60, I'm in my 60s, so, you know, I've been through a lot of these things, and I find it I find it challenging at times, but I find it just fantastic. And then the young ones growing up have grown up with this as their norm, and they're not they're not phased by it at all. But they're they're very very accepting of all these changes. And yet the institutions aren't even the government is only just catching up with all of this. But if you walk a Camino, You have to drop away all your expectations of who the person walking with you is. Their story is always going to astound you if you stick with them long enough to hear it. It's always going to be something you never expected. You cannot ever hold an expectation, even for a day on the Camino. Um, It just gets, you know, the the rug gets pulled out from under your feet. Yeah, yeah. No, you have an expectation because of the way someone wears their hair and because of the sorts of shoes they're wearing and you find out that, you know, she's an opera singer. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, <laughs> and normally she wears wigs, darling.
0: <laughs> ha, ha, let me ask you a question. Uh Way out, not left field, but something I haven't even written in my script here, how much does our heart have to do with spirituality?
1: Okay. Well, we've been called to actually use our heart in quite a different way because our brain—it's—it's um, it, a—it's a good beast, you know. It works really, really hard for us. But it needs a rest. Everybody just needs to really calm down and allow their brains to rest and allow the the real brain that's only just been discovered, which is the heart, which is sending more signals to the brain than the brain ever sends down to it. And, And if you can actually breathe into your heart space and work with your heart... In quite a different way, just actually sits in your heart. Your experience of life is totally different. And I do believe that when you walk the Camino, that naturally happens. I think people do step into that place. The energy drops out of their head and it moves down their body. And if you think of where your shoulders are on the swing of your walking poles and what sits between that, that, Extraordinary rhythm in your legs and your arms. That's your heart. Yeah. And you start seeing and feeling with it in not – I'm not talking about emotion at all. This this is a very, very, very steady, powerful, um, physical, electrical, magnetic, all those things. It's, it's the most powerful thing we have in our body it, it, until it goes – we stay. Once it goes, then we leave. It's the thing. It's the thing that is so strong and so powerful. And, and it, it sends out um, an energy field that they've mapped now and they know how it works. And it works like a donut and it, it goes out and everybody's interested in this heart math. Other people to the scientists who have discovered all of this and and it influences other hearts. So if you're walking with someone and the three of you or four of you or five of you are getting on, then your hearts will all come into a rhythm and they will all start moving with the same energy and you'll all walk together fearlessly and happily and energetically. And those that get tired in the group will, like the peloton, they'll be swept up in, in someone else's energy and they'll keep on walking further than they thought they could walk that day. It's really interesting that, um, and the research on fear that we've done, that when you ask uh, the really, really elite Australian um, defence forces, the the snipers and the, um, I can't think of what they're called right now, you ask them how they steady themselves to take the shot how they control their nerves when they're uh, landing somewhere and they know they're going to be under en- enemy fire and they have to move as swiftly and as silently as they can. They talk about bringing their hearts into coherence.
0: Right. How fascinating.
1: So, um, I don't know who's taught them to do it, but, but, um, when I mentioned heart math, they didn't know anything about that. So, um, but they have—they've stumbled across that, and that's what they use. They know that they have to have their hearts almost as one beat, so that they're all beating with the same beat, and that way they control one another's fear.
0: Wow, that's so fantastic! If somebody
1: starts to panic, they can pull someone else's. They can pull them back in with theirs. It's because the hearts link up. Now, if the opposite, of course, is true. If, if a couple start to panic, it's really hard to hold the group together. Yeah, so right. they So they understand. But also, and this is the interesting thing, if they're in that much coherence, and you know this is a performer, Dan, And you know how it's so important as a performer to have your heart in the right place because you affect the audience. So when you step out on the stage, you know how you behave and it is actually through your heart that you are going to control them.
0: You know what I said this morning to somebody? Somebody asked me about a gig I did. I launched my new record don't know, a week ago, a big gig in the heart of Sydney. And someone said to me, I heard it was fantastic. And I said to them, there was a lot of love in the room.
1: Yeah, go where the love is. <laughs> That's what, what I said. Crazy. I said that just they, this they, morning. They would. And it's not emotional love. It's not that. It's not. It is a resonance that's coming from the heart. Mm. Those people wanted you to do well, but also you gave to them in a way that they could then respond, so it builds and builds and builds. So I would think when you've got very well-trained soldiers like that and they go into a village that is just been panicked by something dreadful, their entry will calm everyone down.
0: Isn't that amazing?
1: Gosh. Uh, it must because Gosh. It, because all the other hearts must be affected. Yeah, yeah. And you know yourself when when you've met somebody who's absolutely panicked and having a really bad time on the Camino, and you stay steady. How hey, you're able to com- calm them down by not going? You just say, "No, it's going to be all right. We're going to fix this." You know, come here. Let me hold yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And they calm right down and and you're their Camino Angel. It's because your heart's steady. That's all a Camino Angel is, is somebody with a steady, steady heart who knows everything's going to be all right because they do just know it and they're there for whatever reason to be of service to the one person who's going to need that. They don't even know who that person's going to be, and yeah. that's going to happen, and they're there, and it happens. Um, I had a, I, In my attempt to get inside a church, I worked, walked around to the back of a church, and I found this most extraordinary tall German lady howling, absolutely howling, crying and crying and crying and crying. And... Um, You've got to be careful with, you know, how you approach somebody. But the the first thing I did was steady my heart and made sure that I was steady and she wasn't affecting me so I could be of service to her. And I approached her and I didn't want to hold her straight away because I thought, no, she's too distressed. I'll just stand here for a little bit with her. And then after a little while she calmed down and then I held her. And then she explained to me what her problem was. And her problem was that there was a bend in the road. She'd already walked too far. She was exhausted. And she didn't know how much further around that bend she had to walk. Well, what she didn't realize, which I did realize, was around that bend was exactly it was the town, it was, it was the hotel that she was booked into, was everything. She only had to go the tiny bit around that bend. And so we walked together. I took, I took her backpack and and we walked and we talked. And then she asked me who I was and I told her I was from Australia and we did that whole thing as we always do, whereabouts, you know, whatever. Yeah. And finally I said, Mudgee, New South Wales, you know, thinking she's never heard of that. And then she started screaming with joy because she'd spent six months here in Mudgee with, with people I must surely know. Of course, I didn't know them. <laughs> but I thought... It, how amazing is
0: that? That is amazing. It but, is amazing. You know,
1: I, I anyway. can
0: I can just imagine you. I can picture you walking around the back of the church and placing your hand on your heart.
1: <laughs> first, <laughs> firstly, because oh, first, firstly I because to place my hand on the door and push it open. <laughs> yeah. but that didn't happen. <laughs> but you would have said
0: you would have said, oh, you know, there's that. I can see you doing that. Put your hand on yeah. your heart to steady your heart before you approach that person. Oh
1: uh, yeah, but you, you've got to because yeah. sometimes. There, you don't want to ever get into sympathy with them because otherwise you'll end up standing there crying with them. Yeah, of course you will. Of course you will. Sympathy yeah. is sympathy is a dreadful thing. don't know how we ever got into that one, but we did. <laughs> sympathy is sympathy is an awful thing. It, it all we do is say that your problem is just your problem. Whereas if you stay in your heart, you go into what they call empathy. You're saying this will pass and something better is coming and I'm just going to stand here until it passes and we're going to go off together and find something better.
0: Yeah.
1: That's, that's what you do. And and the other doesn't exist anymore. Gosh,
0: that's it a great answer. Exist.
1: It just doesn't exist. Whatever she just went through, phew, we're not even going to talk about. We're going to find out everything we can about you. And, again, that's because I'm a storyteller and I love stories and I love hearing about people's stories and I love being able when somebody tells, when, you know, I've even stood in in Italy and walks and I've had, you know, a lady tell me the most dreadful story. God, I've heard some awful things. But I, you straight away, you think, here we are, both of us, walking the Via di Francesco and we're standing here in Umbria We're up high and all we can see around us is the most beautiful countryside. And all I could say is, no, I just want you to stop there. Look where you are. Look where we are. Let's just agree we're the luckiest people in the world right now. Because you know what? This planet would unexist if any one of us left before we were meant to leave. It just wouldn't exist. We are all here with extraordinary purpose each and every human being, and you learn that on the Camino so quickly. You learn it, that everybody's interconnected, we need everybody, we're a basket weave of humanity with each of us doing different jobs. If we all agreed, we couldn't even have a conversation with one another. We all have to disagree and have different points of view and if somebody doesn't like what I'm saying, that's fine. I think that's really good. We all have to be different and we all have to express different things and that's how we all get on.
0: You know, I want to just take you very quickly back to the Camino um, just for a moment. Is it good to get lost occasionally?
1: Oh, but I get lost all the time.
0: (sighs) Is that a good thing?
1: Oh, well, it's okay if, you know, but if you don't add 20k to a day. But, I mean, gi- but, given okay. everything,
0: but given everything we've been talking about, isn't getting lost kind of a good thing?
1: Well, there are all sorts of different ways of getting lost and people will tell you so many different ways of how they get lost. It's always very interesting. I love those stories. Yeah. I often get lost because I talk too much. And we're too busy. I'm talking to someone and we both miss the yellow arrow. Um or sometimes I don't know how I got lost. I just got lost. And it's not until somebody's shouting at you from a balcony <laughs> somewhere saying, and you think, What? Me? That's so it's funny. Really? I'm lost. <laughs> That's and then so all true. of a sudden it occurs to you that you haven't seen a yellow arrow <laughs> for a long time. And you go, Oh, okay. That oh, way. Okay, so I'll turn around. back <laughs> the other way. Um, it's humility. It teaches you humility, that's for sure.
0: Now, look, what would you say to someone who's listening and they're thinking of walking the Camino?
1: Do it. Don't think about it. Book your ticket. If you're serious, just book a ticket. You can go to Backpack Shoes, all of that, you know, any point between now and St John Peter Paul, just book your ticket.
0: I love your enthusiasm for life, Jennifer. And I love your truthfulness and generosity. And you and Bill have been incredibly kind to me. And I will be forever grateful. You know, I wanted to say thank you for your time. And I also want to wish you all the very best for this new picture. It's interesting when you think about it, making a feature film about fear would take enormous courage.
1: Yes, yes. The psychic said that to me one night. He told me how uh, how we were going uh, going to be going through a lot. And in the next five days that followed, we did. And um, it's just the way you deal with it. Yeah. You come out the other side able to go, wow, that was absolutely incredible.
0: But I can't think my, of two better God. people. Yeah. I can't think of two better people to take it on than you and Bill, Jennifer. <laughs> I think it's fantastic.
1: Yeah. No, he's pretty brave, isn't he? I think I'm the one who takes kicking and screaming sometimes. But no. <laughs> we've, we've already interviewed some extraordinary people and there are more to come.
0: And when do you think it will be released?
1: Not till next year, at okay. least. Not till, not till about this time next year.
0: Thank you for your time. Thanks for sharing and caring.
1: Love you, Dan.
0: Buen Camino.
1: Born Camino.
0: My guest this week, the Australian pilgrim Jennifer Clough. Jennifer and her husband Bill Bennett are great friends of mine. They made the video for Somewhere Along the Way, the Camino song. They're also responsible for PGS, Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System, which is available for download via pgsthemovie.com. That's pgsthemovie.com. Com. And their new picture about fear, as you heard Jennifer say, is due about this time, 2020. There's a lot of light in Jennifer's heart as she seeks to enlighten. Roy T. Bennett is author of The Light in the Heart. He says, believe in your infinite potential. Your only limitations are those you set upon yourself. He also says, attitude is a choice. Happiness is a choice. Optimism is a choice. Kindness is a choice. Giving is a choice. Respect is a choice. Whatever choice you make, makes you. Choose wisely. I hope I can. There's so much to think about, so much to ponder, and walking is a good place to start. I mentioned there are 80,000 kilometres of designated Caminos. If you do the math, that's about 18,000 hours of walking, so 3,000 six-hour days, so roughly 10 years or thereabouts. So thank you for your company. Until next week, I'm Dan Mullins, Buen Camino.